You betcha. It's that time of the week again. It's time for Create or Die. A little program that uh, we put together to get all you creatives out there in sync with one another. You know what I'm saying? Like, you be floating, doing your own thing, and we're going to bring you together. So we're all on the same page. So you know what the haps are outside of your little bubble. Okay, because we know we're designing at our different agencies or in-house at some corporate place and we get in the grind, we're doing our thing, we forget that there are others out there having maybe a similar experience or maybe a completely different experience. And that's what it's all about. How can we learn from each other? And like you know, oftentimes we have guests on the program and you know it'll be me interviewing one person that I've come across either through introduction or in my experience through working as a creative professional for nigh on to 20 years right a long time and so it's exciting you know but this time we're doing something a little different this time we've got quasi guess multiple seven to be exact and you may say how is that possible are they guests or aren't they well they they don't know that they're a guest let's put it to I'll put it to you that way okay <laughs> so uh, yeah awkward right no this is me consuming things like TikTok Instagram Facebook reels whatever be honest, it's usually TikTok, and I find, you know, those knowledge nugs floating around the interwebs, and then I pull them together and bring them into something a little bit more digestible. You know how you go to uh, McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, and they give you like six nuggets in one pack, or if you're really in the mood to consume, you might get the 12-pack or the 10-pack, depending on the establishment. This is a seven pack. I know, a little uh, unorthodox, but bear with me. So, if that sounds like something you're interested in, and to see, you know, like, where am I going with this, you need to stay right here. still me like and for those of you who are maybe just listening to this podcast I feel bad because you know here we are season two we've upped our game we've got a better camera we've got better lighting and you're not enjoying all of that visual candy if you will so what I'm gonna do is what I call like you know a little public service if you will. Okay, for those of you who are just listening, I want you to close your eyes, okay, as I paint a picture for you. Imagine this. It's a dark room, except for a splash of orange on the back wall behind a heavy set yet strangely attractive man with 
heavy dark rim glasses. He is wearing a black hoodie that hides some of his imperfections. He's got a short beard that is probably two weeks worth of growth and then a trim in there somewhere. And then you top it all off with a black and white trucker hat with a skull, a black skull, right there in the center. And there you go. You're welcome. That is what you are missing if you're just listening to this. Go ahead, open your eyes, and if you were driving, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, we, we, we could not be held responsible for any accidents or anything like that, so I hope you didn't close your eyes if you were driving. For the love of all that's holy, please. I don't need that. You don't need that, right? More importantly. <laughs> but seriously, folks, it's time to get in to that segment of that part, if you will, of the program, okay? Where we feature our full sponsor. This time around, we've got a little product that I use to help make these podcasts and other videos. That's right, it's the Manfrotto tripod. This one I'm showing here on camera is a small desk version of the Manfrotto because my bigger tripod is currently being used to film this podcast. Now remember, Manfrotto. If you don't have a hobbit to hold your camera, get yourself a Manfrotto. Thanks, Manfrotto, for being our faux sponsor of episode 56 and for your participation unknowingly in this program that I get no compensation from. So one of these days we'll, we'll iron out the details there and, and, you know, maybe get some back pay. That's cool, right? All right. Well, let's move on. I can tell that uh, y'all are like, what? Hobbit? Where'd that come from? Think about it for a minute. Man Frodo. All right. We're moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so, like I mentioned on the outset, this is one of those episodes where I bring on these quasi-guests. I've got seven of them. And these are things that just kind of stuck out at me as I was doing the, you know, the doom scroll on the iPad or the phone. And... I do that not because I'm trying to pass time, but it's because I'm mining nugs, okay? And this, like I mentioned before, we got, we got you a seven pack. So let's just jump right in. And I'm going to weave these all together into a story. At least that's the plan. So let's see what happens. First of all, you know how you're living your life and things are happening to you? You might think they're happening to you, right? And they are, but they're happening for a reason. It's on purpose. And it's our job, if you will, if we wanna 
learn how to navigate our lives for the better, I believe, and so does this guest, as you'll see in a moment, to kind of take what's thrown our way and try to figure out what am I supposed to learn from this. So let's go ahead and roll this clip from Chad Wright. Now, if you don't know who he is, he's a, uh, I believe, former Navy SEAL. I don't know if he's currently doing it, but he's an intense dude that's been through a lot, and he's uh, he's amazing. You can tell he's uh, he's made of something stronger than than the most of us. Chad, let's hear what you got to say. Whatever you're going through right now, it's happening on purpose in order to forge you into the person that you were created to be, ultimately. Whew. Yeah. So, like I said, he's he's made from something special, you know. Right out of the, the throes of Mordor or something, he's been up that mountain, through a battle, fighting those orcs, like literally. And he could have said, this is too much, it's going to break me. Or he can say, no, no, I'm going to defeat this battle. I'm going to push through. I'm going to become harder and stronger and better than I ever thought I could. And so what's going on with you? You know, um, I don't think most of us have any appreciation whatsoever how hard it would be to be like an elite special forces uh, individual like a Green Beret or a Navy SEAL or whatever. So, yeah. So let's take that into perspective. And that doesn't mean, that's not like I'm trying to lessen what y'all are going through. Because I know that there are people out there that have been through harder things than me. And I may have been through some harder things than you. I don't know. We, we're all given different challenges. And what are we going to learn from that? We're, how are we going to say, you know, this is, this is hard. I don't want to do this. It's painful. You know, I, I think I may have mentioned in the past I you know, struggle with, with arthritis, gout. And, you know, constantly looking for different ways to manage it um, and for the first time ever I've got it in my my finger my pointer finger it's like I can't can't bend it past a certain point painful um, and it's frustrating because I like need my finger for drawing and typing on the computer pressing of the mouse um, running my fingers through my wife's hair <laughs> you know I need it. And so uh, it's, it's a problem. But you know what? As my good friend and, and mentor, Mr. Brandon DeWitt, uh, God rest his soul, used to say, uh, pain is a luxury of the living. Think about that. You know? So like, when I'm not in pain, Man, I really appreciate that, and I and I can like relish in how wonderful it is to be free of pain, right? 
that's just one random example, but uh, hopefully you get where I'm coming from. And so let's take this into context. We, we're all starting somewhere. This is happening to us for a reason, right? We, we all have to work through our stuff and we can decide, you know, how we respond to that. And if you think about it, if I, you know, if I really twist it and try to bring it back to what it is we're, we're talking about here, which is um, personal branding, and, and this may be the first you've heard of that unless you saw the uh, title card, but uh, for this episode, so personal branding, and we'll, we'll hear about it here in, in a moment from a couple of my other uh, quasi-guests, if you will, but essentially it's what others expect from you you know it's a promise it's like when you walk through the door or you're about to say something they've got a pretty good idea of what it's going to be because they've grown to expect that hey this is the class clown or this is a guy who always tries to bring some kind of humor to or levity to a situation, you know, um, you become that becomes your brand, and we can we can shape it, but we can't just go around telling people like, hey, from now on, I want to be known as the person who is serious. No, we have to exude seriousness <laughs> or discipline uh, and whatever that means. So you all know what I'm talking about, right? Well, let's go ahead and uh, hear from another one of our guests here, Mrs. Leila Hormosi, and I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but she is the wife of and business partner of Alex Hormosi, and they're a force to be reckoned with, definitely big players in the social world, uh, but they've got their businesses and, and are like crushing it on multiple levels, so... Layla, what do you got to say about branding? People will sacrifice their reputation in the short term to get views. And then long term, they are harming the building of a brand or at least building the long brand, not the one they want. And I think that a lot of people think they want views because they don't understand what brand is. Brand is playing the long game, which is being okay with getting less views in the short term, knowing that you will outlast everybody else because you will have the brand you want in the long term. Yeah, that's great. So that was, you know, specific to social media, for example. She talked about views and people kind of sacrificing, you know, who they really are or selling out and saying, you know, I know if I post this type of video, it's going to get me views. But then you become this person. Your brand is this sellout, this desperate person who's just going to do whatever they can and post whatever they will to to get them views you know and it's a temptation and and it's hard you know and and if you've done that guess what brands are evolving so you can kind of right that ship if you if you get in line but what's interesting there is if you if you don't make those mistakes and instead you focus on the type of content you want to create, you know, maybe it's a visual thing. Like if you go to the Creator Die YouTube page, you can see that 
We've got a, a handful of colors that we use in our thumbnails. Uh, you know, it, it's got a feel to it. You know, you tell me if it's good or bad, right? But, you know, this definitely gives me hope because there ain't a whole lot of views on all those videos currently. But eventually, people are going to come to that page and see, oh, look at all this great content and these thumbnails are beautiful and it makes sense and it's organized into different playlists and this is a guy, this is a brand, whatever, that has it together and has been doing it for a long time. Now, the master of branding, in my opinion, Mr. Seth Godin, he's written several books, you know, speaks on the subject all the time of design and branding and marketing. Uh, he's, he's got a thing or two about personal branding. And I kind of teased it up with some of the things I said around the class cl clown initially. So let's go ahead and, and roll that clip, Seth. Everybody has a chance or probably does have a brand. A brand is not a logo and a brand does not mean you are a company. A brand is a shorthand. It is what we expect when we hire you, what we expect when you walk into the room, what we expect when we see your name on the credits. And so if it's a Spike Jones movie or a Spike Lee movie, these people have brands because they work, their work rhymes with itself. They stand for something. I love that. Their work rhymes with itself. Now, I can see that in, in that example. Spike Lee, Spike Jones, you know, you, you watch one of their movies, they've got a certain feel. It rhymes with itself. And that's something that, you know, I'll be honest, I struggle with a little bit. You know, I've talked about it on the program before, being, you know, someone who suffers from self-diagnosed creative ADD, where, you know, it's like squirrel, squirrel. I like, I like to do this type of design work. I like to do that type. I, I like to be somewhat of a chameleon when it comes to, you know, mimicking other styles if needed, which has served me well in, in the world of agency work especially in a small boutique place where, you know, you got to wear multiple hats you, you, or, you know, work with multiple different brands and they're coming to you for a solution. And your specific style, if you have one, may not, you know, maybe may too masculine and, and strong and energetic for, like, some company who is trying to create something corporate or or for childcare or, or something to do with healthcare or whatever. Um, and so there's an argument, you know. Do you get less work and position yourself as I'm the guy you come to if you want logos designed or identity designs in this kind of aggressive, masculine vertical, you know, come to me or whatever. And then, yeah, sorry, I don't do soft healthcare type stuff. 
you know, and, and I think I think there can be a progression to that, you know. I mean, that's I think that's my dream. In the end, is you know, I've worked in the agency world, I've worked in house, I've been someone who can deliver, you know, multiple different platforms. I've been able to work as a creative leader and, and kind of meet the specialists on their own level and it served me well up to this point. But as I get older and I look to transition into another phase of my creative content creation, you know, I may veer more into that one lane, which is kind of a characterized illustrated game infused sci-fi and as you can see I'm having a <laughs> hard time putting a bow on it but I know there's a style in there somewhere and every, and every once in a while it surfaces and I'm like yeah that's me but then you know it disappears and I lose it and so I'm, I'm a work in progress, and that's and this uh, podcast is for me. It's like, get your act together, dude, you know? Like, figure your junk out. You know, are you going to be just one of these... And I, I didn't share the entire clip from Seth Godin, but go check it out. Am I going to be one of these wandering gener generalities or generalists? You know, someone who is almost a commodity it's like you know I can do 10 things well I can do 12 things well I can do 14 things and I, and I can do it for cheaper and, and you know rather than being that specialist where it's like if you need that sci-fi characterized random character thing illustrated and put into the cool motion graphic piece then Ike's your guy right <laughs> yeah I'm not there yet I'm trying to narrow it down it's hard to pick you know you're, you got 31 flavors of ice cream and you can only choose one for the love right so you know me I want that quadruple cone and we can get a little bit of that a little bit of that yeah I'm getting off topic here but in the end at some point brand is is going to be super important and that's something i've started to realize for myself you know it's not just me learning how to mimic uh, types of styles or other people's artwork or uh, just to appease the client and get that next paycheck you know that there's a place for that and it's served me well but uh i need to need to figure out what that that next step is and it may not be that I specialize and I'm sorry for making this all about me because really it's about you but hopefully you can like put yourself in my place and say yeah I resonate with that like I have that problem too or I've got that figured out this guy's this guy's got some real problems and then tell me about it how, how how many problems I have? Put it in the comments, please. I'd love to I'd love to hear about it, and we'll just add them to 
my wife's list. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Um, but yeah, so there's different ways to kind of specialize. You know, I can do maybe multiple forms of like use multiple media vehicles. You know, whether it's illustration, uh, motion design, 3D, 2D mash it all together but it's in this one lane like I'm only in fintech or I'm only in you know extreme sports or yeah so it's a work in progress and just to kind of put a nail on the head here we got to be intentional okay like you can just let things happen to you you know, that first point we made here about things happening for a reason. Chat Wright shared with us kind of that we need to realize that what's happening to us is forging us. But at the same time, there are things that we can control ourselves. We can put ourselves in situations. We can have a self-talk track that is positive and optimistic so being intentional is key. And let's go ahead and uh, roll that next clip from a Mrs. Mel Robbins, okay? And she is a podcaster, uh, author, all the things. Super sweet woman who seems to have things figured out. She's going to talk to us a little bit about how we can start to act like the person that we want to become intentionally act like the person you want to become because when you intentionally act like the person you want to become your brain sees you taking those actions so your brain starts to change the way it relates to you when your brain sees you high-fiving yourself in the mirror it starts to go oh wait a minute steven loves himself steven's cheering for himself we don't beat steven up yeah, I love that. It's like, how powerful is this internal talk track that we have with ourselves? You know, I've spent, you know, to be kind of vulnerable here, and maybe you've already figured it out, I've spent the majority of my life telling myself, like, you're huge, you're big, you're, uh, you know, awkward, <laughs> whatever. And, you know, you can't do that thing. You're um, not someone who's in shape. Everybody needs a fat friend, right? <laughs> now, I know it's all relative. People, everybody's at their different places in life. It's important that we talk positively about ourselves. You know, we're looking ourselves in the mirror and we're saying, Man, you're looking good. Wow. You're probably going to eat real healthy today aren't you because you're looking so good high five all right and guess what instead of like sitting on your butt all day you're probably gonna go for a walk at lunch or on a break use the stairs maybe because you're that type of health conscious kind of guy right <laughs> so yeah or you're someone who isn't getting old you're someone who's got more energy than you did 10 years ago and then we just will this gout right out of my freaking body, right? 
So I love that. And to build on that, Mr. Rob Deerdick, uh, former pro skater, has a little something, something to stay on that subject. So let's roll that clip. The more clear and definitive that you can be about what you want to learn and what you want to evolve into in any aspect of your life, uh, you must be highly, highly intentional about defining it and then guide that evolution towards a higher level, more efforts, effortless level, and ultimately your personal mastery in that is really what you're trying to hunt down. Because that's what it's about. You just want to be the best of you on an ongoing basis for as much as you can. Yeah, preach, Rob. Preach. Seriously. I love that. That's just like, you know, be intentional with what you're consuming. I mean, you've chosen to tune into the Creator Die podcast, right? And hopefully that's because you're looking to get in touch with your creative side and be productive with your time. Make that time, not just let time pass you by, right? With idleness. So, yeah. Love it. Thanks, Rob. And now, a man who needs no introductions. Seriously. My boy, Tony Robbins. What are you going to say about being intentional, my friend? Your life is not your life. The life you experience is the life you focus on. If you're focused on what's screwed up in your life, you have a screwed up life. If you focus on stuff that you're grateful for, you have an extraordinary life. What's wrong is always available. You can always find what's wrong. So is what's right. So it's a matter of focus. Because whatever you focus on, it'll be real to you, even if it's not real. One of my favorite clips of the day right there is, you know, the life that you're living is what you're focusing on. So... You know, you get in that place where, this may be a silly example, but where you're like, hey, I'm thinking of buying a Toyota Tacoma truck, you know, and I just want that so bad and I'm not going to be happy until I get it. And then every, every time you turn around, you're seeing another Toyota Tacoma driving by and you're like, man, that guy, that gal. They got it figured out. What do they got that I don't have? Why does my stupid boss, not my real boss, just <laughs> just saying this might be something that someone would say, why aren't they giving me that promotion or that raise that I deserve so I can get my Toyota Tacoma? You know what I'm saying? It, it can eat you up. And then you're like, the world's conspiring against me, or you're focused on the office politics and how... This person probably made this move because they're trying to undermine you and your life becomes petty and, and about what others do to you as opposed to what you do for yourself. So I know in my own life, and I'm not pretending to be the expert on this, this is just one dude's thoughts on these you know quasi guess what they had to say this is just this is my thoughts here but uh, I know when I've chosen to end my day start my day with gratitude and think about you know I'm grateful that 
my gout is only in my fingers and I can walk really well. Or I'm grateful that, you know, on this cold night I have shelter over my head. Or I'm grateful for a job in this economy where things are rough out there. You know, we're hearing about layoffs, it seems like, once a week. Um, you know, and then next thing you know, you're holding your head up a little higher, you're walking into that job, and you're like, as long as I have this, I'm going to be grateful for it. And because I'm grateful, I'm going to dig a little deeper and think, what can I do to add value to this business, to work towards the mission if you're lucky enough to to be working for a company that's mission driven you know so it's all about focusing on the gratitude and i'll tell you you know i've i've heard on multiple occasions where those in authority you know those higher ups i mean they're used to dealing with people whining and moaning about hey why did you do it this way or why didn't you ask me or it should be my turn or when you know when do I get my fair share and so when they hear that rare person come up to them and be like thank you you know or send a quick slack message and say you know I appreciate that that bonus or I appreciate that feedback or you know thank you for that team lunch you know even though the company technically paid for it in most cases it's like that leader chose to use the company's funds in a way that benefited you directly and you know that money came out of the the ad budget or whatever so yeah it's amazing how just what we focus on and I've seen this like I said, like time and time again, it's amazing how much that can really change our life for the better or the worse. It's your choice. It's your choice. And you might say, whoa, dude, you're getting off topic here. You're getting deep. It's like I thought this was about personal branding, you know, or branding in general, you know, because it kind of applies to both, whether you're branding yourself, a person, or a company, an entity. Um... It's the same, but these are these are some things that if we're intentional about what we're doing, which has been this whole section, whether it's what you as a brand are doing, like as a company, or you individually, that's that's gonna be huge because you can't you can't uh, trick people you know you can't pull the wool over an entire market's eyes or an entire company or, or the people that you interact with most closely because you you may be saying all the right things at first you're on your best behavior right people are like oh he's a good guy and he genuinely cares or is positive or whatever but then after they've been with you for a while, you let your down gu- your 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 guard down. Your down guard. I like that. That one time and you you know, 
say something super stupid or you you know you may be saying you're so grateful but then the next thing you you know you're talking behind people's backs and um, throwing people under the bus you know and we all make mistakes it's not like we, we any of us can be perfect but how much better is it if you're if you're real you know if you're like yeah I can do better on that or you're right I can take that criticism or uh, you know don't pretend to be preaching like and this is the unfortunate thing about this one-way podcast kind of me at the microphone scenario because I've got to I got to do the talking for the all of us for the you and the me and that other guy who listens to the podcast (laughs) right it's it's like I don't want no dead air so I'm just talking and it can sound like wow that guy's a pompous prick he's just talking a lot and he thinks he knows what he's talking about but I know because I work with him or I've and he doesn't know everything he pretends to so let me make it clear I know without a doubt that I definitely do not know everything and I am constantly learning you know uh, there were there was a time earlier in my creative journey you know and I've probably talked about this in the past where I thought that I needed to know everything or I got to a certain place with Photoshop or, or different program or even my ability to draw like you know hey I can produce something a photo and produce it perfectly so therefore I am a perfect artist right and so when it came to the idea of hey look at this art book or this design book for beginners or even intermediate people it's like no man I can't be looking at that that that, what are they gonna teach me the person who knows it all right (laughs) and quickly realized that it doesn't matter where you are someone does it differently and they may be fresh out of high school fresh out of college it's their first job they walk through the door they share a little keyboard shortcut with you or a tip on how to use a program or how to think about you know design principles or a certain layout and it's just mind-blowing and you're like from the mouth of babes that's amazing (laughs) you know like I've been saying like a lot like a valley girl or something like seriously so we'll uh, we'll try to fix that shall we Um, but yeah so we've made that clear I don't know it all but I do know that these quasi guests I've had on the program thus far are sharing things that you can benefit from I can benefit from we all can benefit from and sometimes it feels like oh these people are making money by just talking or telling other people how to do things or it can't really be that easy or it can't really work you know and this is all just fluff you know you really don't have any control 
whatsoever over your brand or who you are as an individual. Just be true to yourself. You know, don't be disingenuous and, and that, all of that is good advice. But from this guy's humble opinion, I would say there's a difference between being genuine and being true to yourself and believing that you can be the best version of yourself. Okay? So, and that's something that my next guess, which I believe, if I've got my facts correct, is kind of the mentor to Tony Robbins, who we just had on the program, uh, Mr. Jim Rohn. So let's hear what he's he's got to say. Something that, you know, I think lines up pretty well with what, what we just talked about. Go ahead, Jim. I want you to ponder these four questions. Here's the first one, and that's why. Why pay the price? Why work this hard? Why go this far? Why try to learn this much? Why develop yourself to the full? Why try to become all that you can possibly become? Now, here's number two. The first question to ponder when you go home is why. Here's another good answer to why. It's the second question, why not? Why not see how much you can earn? Why not see how much you can learn? Why not see how many skills you can develop? Why not see what kind of person you can become? Why not see what kind of influence you can have? Now here's number three. Why not you? You've got the brains. You can make decisions. You can study the plan. You can change your life. And now here's my last question. My very last question on the questions to ponder is why not now? There never was a better time. Love that. Why pay the price? You know? And then why not? Why not you? Why not now? And and I'll be the first to admit, you know, that sounds like kind of charlatan speak or you know, sounds good, too good to be true. And it's not that easy, right? We just ask ourselves these questions. But, you know, and I wish I had the clip at the ready, but Mr. Steve Jobs, there's a, there's a clip somewhere out there from the 90s or whatever where he talked about you know, if you realize that all of these things in the world that we just accept as human beings as being the way things are, and I'm definitely paraphrasing here, once we realize that those were created, these processes, these, these rules, these tools, these ideas, these inventions, were created by people that are really no smarter than you, once you realize that, you can change the world. And my man, Mr. Steve Jobs, changed the world. You know, sure, there were, it, it took a team, you know. He had people that were better than him, smarter than him, that he helped to assemble to create those things. And he can't be credited alone with the invention of the iPhone or the iPad or the iPod or the iMac. Was a team effort. 
but you know it ain't no coincidence that one man was in the mix of all those things you know he, he's some kind of connector he, he knows how to bring the right people together he knows how to inspire people he knows how to demand a certain level of excellence to arrive at, at those tools. And he had his failures, and he was too early with some things, you know, but he was one who worked on himself intentionally, just like we talked about on this program. And so what are, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna go and create? How are you going to better yourself become that best version of yourself and be genuinely you so that people know what they're going to get with you, that, that your brand speaks for itself, that they know that you're someone who, when you commit to do something, by golly, it's going to get done. Or when you're hired to create that logo or that illustration, it's gonna be all that it can be. You're gonna get the most value out of that thing possible because that person's brand, your brand, is excellence and uniqueness. Be uniquely you. And until next time, my friends, keep on creating. Create or die.